Hello everybody, welcome to another edition of the SeerCast. This is episode number 71, and we are talking today about the Gower Quest, TELUS, and the July BTS. With me today is Kitten. Hello. Runic. PVM. Yeah. Urge. <laughs> I'd like to thank JX for my cameo in Gower Quest, where I was found hiding under a table in the dark. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> but Which the real question you say so. Yeah. The real question is, did you have the silly hat on? Well, it was dark so you can't see it, so Fair I'd enough. like to believe so. Fair enough. <laughs> and Walter is here in chat and or watching SGDQ. Probably both. Right, Walter? He can't answer that anyways. <laughs> He says, sure. <laughs> but yeah. Alright, so we're going to go ahead and move right into things. Actually, before we get started, um, if I'll just do a couple of announcement things. So, this month is the ARC, which means that we're probably not going to have another podcast until the beginning of next the beginning of next month. So in the meantime, go follow us on Twitter, go follow us on iTunes, and go check out our blog and stuff. Uh, so it's seercast.wordpress.com for our blog. iTunes is seercast, obviously. If you're if you're following us on Twitter, you know all this stuff already. But yeah, anyways. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and get started with some of this other stuff that happened that wasn't Gower Quest or Telus. Um, Beginning with degrading to dust augmenting. So this is something that a lot of people, a lot of PVM people, really, really wanted. Because mm. level 90 degrade yeah. to dust gear was, like, top-tier PVM stuff. It can now be augmented. So, Runic, how has that impacted things? <laughs> That's actually been quite nice. I mean, there was obviously a massive, like, temporary crash in next gear. Because everybody was augmenting their next gear before, now they're not. Panic cell wands? Oh, sorry. Uh, next gear. No, we'll come to that a little later. <laughs> right, that actually is a thing right now. But, yes. But yeah, so basically, for the tier 90 well, power armor, you can, you can, do, you can augment yeah. it and stuff. You take, basically, you take an augmenter and uh, 36 divine charges, which I think is something like 2 point something mil. You slap it onto a piece of tier 90 gear, and now it's augmented. It lasts for quite a while, and when it degrades fully, it has a separate charge pack from the main divine charge pack. And when it degrades fully, you just have to level it up to level 10, and then disassemble it. And then you can redo the process. Sounds good. Yeah, that, it actually, that... it's actually pretty good. Yeah, that bit where you can because... extend its lifespan sounds really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The Elite Slayer and, monster uh, weapon still can't be augmented, but still. Yeah, it's true. But, nah, who cares? Ugh, yeah, pretty much. Those anyways. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, just I wasn't paying attention. But, yeah, just to add on to that, that was sort of the thing that I was waiting for, because I haven't augmented, like, any weapons that I haven't intended to destroy. So that's actually kind of nice that it can yeah. be augmented. One really, one good thing that they definitely made with the, you have to disassemble it at level 10, it means you get the gizmos that you put in it, you get them back. Oh, that yeah. is nice. So you yeah. can put, like, your really expensive perks in there and not worry about losing them. That, that's actually really important. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. if they hadn't done that, I'd have said it wouldn't have even been worth it to use. Yeah. 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 
Alright, so there's that stuff. Alright, also, as little patch notes things, this was really a patch note that is way more important than a patch note, but one piercing note is now free to play. So, one of the better quests in the members is now free to play, which is fantastic. Not to mention that they got, that free to play also got Gower Quest. So they've basically gained two fantastic quests in the span of a month. It's yeah. pretty pretty yeah. good. Really, really good. Uh, but yeah, so that's a thing. Also, Fight Kiln got a huge buff. Uh, so Fight Kiln, if you were there before, Harakin had like 48k HP, Jad had 8k HP. Like, it's... It was pathetic. Let's put it that way. They were jokes. They were... It was actually jokes. How fast could you do the um, fight kiln before the buff? I know Kit Just used under it a bunch. 20 minutes, if I remember correctly. Yeah, <laughs> it could, like, ridiculous. 20 to 30 minutes, basically. I just, I just remember yeah. the first time I did the fight kiln, it took me an hour and a half. It's like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that was the thing. When we when we first did it, it pretty, pretty much, I think my best time was, like, 45, 50 minutes at the time. And that was... That was a long time ago, and then I went back to it for a little bit, and it and you can eventually get under thirty minutes, and now everyone's saying it takes you like forty-five at best. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, so back to normal. And realistically, like you would think That's how that it should it, be. Yeah. yeah, as much as yeah. people would complain yeah, about whatever, you have to hybrid as well before you could just like go full on with magic. Now you have to hybrid. But yeah. what they changed to make you have to hybrid, just like resistances. Basically, they changed, this was actually an older change, but magic was glitched. Oh. So that... I think that was... Was it the only one that would do full damage to Harakin? Yeah. Yeah, well... Yeah, so that's finally fixed, and now... Yeah, it, do, it does, like... I think they buffed defenses as well, so that makes... It actually makes, like, Ketzex. You should probably use ranged instead of magic. Yeah, and they actually yeah. hit harder now, too. Like, yeah. a lot harder. I saw the I, I saw the numbers on like max hits and stuff, and a lot of them are up by like forty, fifty percent, which is, which is nice. I mean, it's nothing like it was pre EOC where Ket Sex would hit up to four hundred pretty frequently if you didn't pray. But yeah. I mean, still. But then again, that was back in the days when pray, you know. Yeah, yeah. when prayer was completely overpowered. But. Oh yeah. But yeah, uh, also one important patch note is that Coden is no longer to communicate with, is no longer possible to communicate with from halfway across the universe. That's a very oh. important oh. upgrade or update. Yes, it is. Anyways, important but very disappointing. Yep. Yeah. They also added a learn section to the Beast Tab entries for Yakamaru and Zer Durzag. So that means that people yes, like me who have never done raids. <laughs> Still won't be able to do raids. Still won't yes. be able to do raids. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. JPEG. This might help out raid FC. Maybe. Actually, it might. Not really. Considering <laughs> after this, there was a post on Reddit of some guy using a dark bow with full C singers. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh -oh. I was like, oh yeah, that's raid FC. Oh, uh, that's fine. <sighs> Anyways. All right, so that's that's some of the little stuff that that's happened in the last month or so. Um, so a couple good good little patch notes, but now we move into the the really good stuff. Oh, so we'll go ahead and get started with Gower Quest. So I I'm not going to go through this quest part by part because why would I bother? Um, 
like, if you want to play the quest, go play it. It's a fantastic quest if you haven't already played it. And it, in the sense of, it's funny, it's witty, it's, like, it's Jagex humor at its finest, and it, it's just great. But, so it's a free-to-play quest, it's pretty, it's obviously super low level, but it's filled with references to old RuneScape that makes even people who weren't around since 03 kind of, kind of chuckle and smile. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, the disc of returning and stuff like that is, it's brilliant. Like, the quest is just brilliant. But, uh, go on, Urge. Oh, just that they they handled nostalgia here better than they did with uh, Beneath Cursed Tides. Oh, we're not going Actually, to mention yeah. that quest. We'll pretend that that one wasn't there. We're not. We're not. Yeah, we're going to pretend that quest didn't exist. I maybe that was mine. I don't know. I do it's, love it's a, a wacky dream. I do love that Mod Jack is just screwing with the lore forums and saying the quest isn't canon except where it is, and weapons might be useful. They guess. His his goal was to send the lore forms into panic mode of trying to figure out what is and what is not canon. Because this actually <laughs> breaks everything. <laughs> it's great. It breaks it things. It does actually. Perfect. It breaks exactly things in the best way possible too. So with the with the what is it the underground bar? I what is that place called? I can't remember what the place is called. Uh... Which one? Which was it? Oh, the underground bar where all the or everybody was. I'm just trying to figure out oh. what the exact name of it was. Dang it! Is it is it behind the scenes? Is that? Yes, it's behind the scenes. Yeah, Be- yeah, that's right. BTS. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Orange. Oh, yeah. yeah. So behind the scenes is is a giant bar where pretty much every killed off character in the game, except for Gothics, Rip, uh, is there in some some what for shape or form. So you have Bandos's head is there. You have all of the God Wars dungeon generals are there. You have the uh just like so many characters from from previous iterations of the game, I guess you could say, <laughs> including <laughs> what Oh right, oh, sorry. Guthix is there. He's the talented actor. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of big, big version of Guthix. Nope, Guthix is there. Never mind. Um, he's so not Guthix. He's just the person who plays him. Right, right. My mistake. But he's now being typecast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, you have pretty much every character that's ever been killed off in the game. You have Lucian there. You have. Um, you have Bandos there, you have all the God Wars, you have pretty much all of the major bosses, period, there, except for Araxor, because the, what was, what was Voltaire's reasoning? Uh, it was because it got confusing when they say, talk to the spider, and there's two spiders. Oh, yeah. Because the Mixmaster is a spider, and that's who you're supposed to talk to, but Araxor is also a spider, and Walter is currently being triggered. Oh, and you also have not one but two Xanax, yeah. because oh. they've killed off the graphically outdated <laughs> Xanax versions. That is probably 
my favorite uh, thing in, in that in that bar. The dialogue between the Xanax is so funny. <laughs> I'm still trying to think of like favorite parts, but yeah, now that Orange mentions it, yeah, it's probably that's probably the best. Apparently, yeah, apparently that was the first dialogue written in the quest. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> I'm so glad that that the president for everything else. Oh my god. But yeah. And then then you have Captain Haskell in there got it, who's who's angry that he got replaced by a random gnome girl. Jack got Sueros in a real quest. <laughs> yeah. I cried. I actually began crying when I saw that. Oh my god. And oh it's just it's like pronounced Suros, by the way. No, it's it's Sueros. <laughs> I don't care how it's technically pronounced. I'm pronouncing it Sueros. But you have the duck on a cart. Uh, yes. 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 Did it. Yes. We did it. We did it. We did it. Reddit. <laughs> we did it. Reddit. <laughs> oh my God, Mod Raven is there, in person. Except five percent of the time he's he's nice, so it's really weird. I don't know what's gotten into him. <laughs> what's his Raven sworn dialogue? Do you know? I can't oh, I, I can't remember what his Raven sworn uh, dialogue is. Yeah, I forget. But like in every quest, he has he has his Raven sworn dialogue. You have the Chaos Elemental in there. He he's known as Steve. <laughs> the the. The dialogue with the Chaos Elemental is fantastic, too. Like, like it's just like... Because yeah. you're just talking to him completely normally, you're like, wait, hold on a second. I'm having a completely normal conversation with the Chaos Elemental. This is... Yeah. What? And then and then the you ask the Chaos Elemental about it, and he's like, what do you expect me to, me to be speaking in code? And the player character's like, well, yeah. <laughs> like the examine text, you know, just a thing that we do for a while. Yeah. But yeah, uh, oh, Thok is in there, and then there's all sorts of talk about why Thok is there. He's like, Thok, you're not dead. Why are you here? <laughs> Thok is always there. Uh, let's see what else. What else is down there that's of note? Yeah. It's a pile of cabbages. No, the yeah, entire it's always necessary. The entire graphics team is down there, probably because they died while making the quest. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> they died inside. Oh, and uh, that that dragon rider. Uh, well, oh, apropos. Apropos. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Literally us. Literally us. Stay tuned. But, yeah, so that's, like, the behind-the-scenes is possibly the best place in the game right now. It is just, it is so funny. <laughs> Everything about it is great. Like, all the dialogue is fantastic. Uh, and if you haven't, you need to go and examine Mod Raven, because Mod Moltair made that examine text and it's fantastic. I won't I won't say what it is, but but yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Also, the cabbages speak in Poland ball speak. 
Yes, yes. I, that was the best. I died when I saw that. It was amazing. But, yeah. So, like, this, it's just, like, everything about this quest is, like, it, it's cute and funny and mm-hmm. just, like, ah, it's perfect in the sense that it's supposed to be a not serious quest. It's supposed to be silly. It's supposed to be, and it nails everything it's supposed to. Also, I do want to give a shout out to the most creative way ever to cut budget, and that is to make a room literally a black hole. Yeah. While the abyss. while making everybody freak out that they thought that their game crashed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was that was always my issue. Every time I update graphics drivers, NXT gets considerably worse. So I thought it was just some new bug and I had to log out, and it was just the same. Yeah. But yeah. So I mean, <laughs> the. The black hole with the invisible interaction areas is just absolutely fantastic, and where you, where you can use literally uh, everything on everything, and it has some dialogue. Yes, but yeah. So let's see here. What else is there for this quest? Um. Oh, yeah, the, the the beta room. Yeah, the beta room. <laughs> yes. New skills. So you can get you have to so you have to get ninety nine in riding, sailing, and bank standing. So obviously sailing was an is was a or sailing was an obvious choice. Bank standing yeah. is another obvious choice. Riding, oh my god, <laughs> that was perfect. That was just great. Oh my god, Moltair was in my was in my stream chat while I was streaming the quest, and he was basically like. You know, is this this is is this too suggestive or whatever? And they're like, "Nah, it's fine," and just throw it in the <laughs> game. I mean, oh my god! <laughs> Mod Jack says there was a legit bug that the, that it looked like too that it looked too sexual, and Jack said, "Nah, <laughs> nah, it's good." Aww, no, it's fine. I would have liked that in RS. <laughs> Bank standing is too intense. <laughs> Am I the only one? With old player models. Oh god. Oh god, no. Oh god. No, please. Is when your mouth opens into a triangle? No, that's okay, still what are the... you doing? <laughs> that's, that's still this player model. Evil bad thoughts. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, anyways, moving on. But yeah, the, the bank standing, while you're training bank standing by just standing in a bank, you frequently get distracted and run away. It's just, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's just perfect because it's like, uh, and then sailing, sailing has islands to discover, which hint at famously unreleased content like Fossil Island. Yeah, like they just they they just did this crap perfectly. It's so good. <laughs> Alright, uh, so that's the new skills. Oh, also, probably the most important part about this quest is that the Black t- Knight Titan got a rework. Finally. Finally! But, it's optional. And the Black Knight <laughs> Titan that you send in-game in has it has its counterpart in the BTS post-quest. So if you send the the old version of Black Knight Titan back into the game after the quest, the new one's like, what the hell, man? 
Suddenly I was you? there, and then... Oh my god. <sighs> but yeah, okay. So, so we've gotten, we've covered most of this, most of this stuff, but is there, what is, what is y'all's favorite part about this quest? Because there's, there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, probably either Disc of Returning because that legitimately scared me, or the, the Xanic thing. <laughs> yeah, I think I have to go with the Xanic thing. <laughs> Personally, I actually really like talking to the, to the, uh, God Wars dungeon bosses. I mean... Yeah. The the dialogue with the God Wars dungeon bosses is just ridiculous. I mean, oh my god. Yeah, Armadillo and Nex are the best. So Armadillo is a gambler and advises you to get a Jujinko for front back since Hot Cold was banned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Nex's role was originally an environment artist. Her line about picking up chicks was kept for quote-unquote humor purposes. <laughs> or she just likes Korean as being punny. Very punny. But, yeah. Uh, and, and, let's see here. Oh yeah, you have to pay the ar environment artists since they probably don't don't get paid enough. They, they just did a f fantastic job on this quest. Like, yeah. Oh, and how did we mention, how did we forget to mention the penguin? Oh, oh right, because nobody can remember the penguin. <laughs> Rip. Yeah, so Sveneshev is a retired penguin spy. He was forced into retirement due to a special talent, which forces all who interact with him to forget that they saw him shortly afterwards, which is a reference to the the penguin point glitch of what was it, 2009 or whatever? <laughs> Walter yeah. says what penguin yeah. exactly? <laughs> Yeah, but I do I do f find it amusing I that I know where they got their the name from because Sphiniscus is a is a sci is one of the scientific whatevers for penguins. So the only reason I may know that is because of um spam spending too much time on the penguin wiki. But, you know. <laughs> whatever works, I guess. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. The the puzzles. I do want to mention the puzzles right quick before oh, yeah. we move on. Oh, yeah. There were actually puzzles in this quest. There were actually puzzles in this quest. One of them was great. Like, the pipe puzzle was fantastic. I want to see more puzzles like that in the future, like, going forward. Not to mention the hilarious dialogue that shows up in your chat box as you're changing all of the pipes. Like, one of them says Panic Cell Wands. One of them is like, J-Mod's J-Mod's, uh, taking J-Mod's take money out of the game and put it into their own accounts. Ecto Tokens main, is the main currency of RS. But... Yeah, they double they double your bank and then have your bank. Yes, perfect. Uh -huh. But yeah, the puzzle I got the puzzle pretty quickly, but I can see it being difficult for. Yeah, I spent way too long on that puzzle because I didn't get <laughs> that you had to make like all the pipes had to be the same size throughout. 
So I, yeah. I solved it, and then I was like, Walter, why isn't this working? Help me. Help! Oh, by the way. Yeah. I can see, you know what would be, would be a, um, devi, a devilish, I guess I should say, a devilish, uh, environmental workshop five puzzle? This, but with sliding pieces with as well. Environmental? No. You said environmental. Oh, did I? Yep. Oh, elemental. Sorry, elemental workshop five. <laughs> environmental. I'm workshop just, I'm just losing my mind planets. today. Terraforming cat, uh, <laughs> B and or Karamja. That's both of those are acceptable, but no, elemental workshop five. Sorry, but yeah, the I would love to see a puzzle like this, but with sliding pieces. Yes. You can, you can, you can hate me now. Sliding and rotating pieces. Yes, yeah, I mean sliding and rotating. Because that's still easier than Elemental Workshop 3. Where it was sliding, rotating, and multi-level. Yeah. Was it rotating? Yep, essentially. A.K.A. death. I can't remember if it was rotating or not. It was definitely sliding and multi-level. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure somebody who is who is currently triggered at me mentioning Elemental Workshop 3 will say something. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's basically... Oh, no rotating. Yeah, not rotating, but limited moves. Yeah, limited moves. So it was, yeah, ten times worse. Well, it was only limiting moves for the first couple parts, and then you could glitch it. Intentionally glitch. Like, it was, an, it was a legitimate whatever. You, like, break the machine that counts your moves, and then it no longer is limited moves, but still. <clears throat> uh, do, 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 do. So, also something really cool about this quest is that they're looking into replayability. So, please, please make it happen. Mod Days is looking into this, and I would love to have the option to play this again, just because yeah. it's so clever from start to finish. It, it's just, it's just. Like perfect. Yeah. <clears throat> For a quest that is supposed to be silly, supposed to be very non-serious, etc., it was everything it was go trying out to be. Yeah, yeah, it did its job really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if this was if this quest was trying to be serious and stuff, then it it missed the mark. Obviously, it wasn't, especially with. I mean, just like the the rampant references in the in the quest that was great, the way that it intentionally broke lore, it's just it's just perfect. But yeah. So speaking of um, breaking things, so so we move forward. Nice segue. Uh, and we're gonna go ahead and go into Telus. So this is this is Runic's Runic's forte. So go. God help me. God help me. God help me. <laughs> no. What? Talos. Talos is basically, everybody knows, he's, they're marketing as the new hardest boss in game, and he kind of is, but interestingly, he he's the kind of boss that you have to build up to be the hardest boss in the game. Because, to start off, Talos is not actually that much, that strong. Like, his weakest form, 0% in rage, is not at all that strong. Anyhow, breaking things. I think Walter has this listed in the thread, but Telus breaks a lot of lore. 
<laughs> a lot like it's just the watch could not be bothered to come up with their own proper lore, so they broke lore to make lore. Yeah, acceptable. And broke their own lore that they were making to break lore. Rip. Basically, yeah. Rip. <laughs> just thinking of the entire God Wars dungeon too. It was essentially like. I, I, I guess I guess our idea. Well, it was a mix of kind of like, okay, we'll give the players what they talked about, but also it doesn't make sense because of all of our idea. Yeah. Yeah. The whole anima concept has kind of been like shattered for me. Yeah. Yep. Anyhow, so get actually, some basic stuff out. Actually, before we move on, I do want to say that with Telus, there was a with Telus the weapons. There was a game-breaking bug yesterday that allowed you to use your special abilities of which one is it? There's the Saren God Sword. Saren Bow, yeah. Oh, Saren, yeah. oh Bow yeah. on bow. other it's players. God Sword. It might have been the other two too, but very few people have these weapons. Yeah, yeah, it was it. Like we all got this message from Walter. That's like just log out and don't go on World <laughs> Two because someone with a Saren Bow is specking people. <laughs> yes. And so, yep. if it weren't for the fact that these that these items are ridiculously rare right now, there could have been a, a Fally Massacre V2. Pretty yeah. much. L a little, little bit. Apparently Mod Shawnee had to, like, run to the office or home or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, run the whole way. And I was just like, oh my god. Well, at least you got exercise. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> the did players... Good. Making the mods work out since whenever. Yep. <laughs> since now. But yeah, anyways. Yeah. Go on. That's a good segue into Telos' rewards, which are very interesting. Telos drops tier 92 weapons. A bow, themed after Saren. A mat... No, sorry. A staff, themed after Sliske. And a sword, themed after Zeros, which means we finally got our Zeros Godzard. Yep. Mm. Yay! Finally, it only took, what, 15 years? 16 Many years? years? A while. Still, like, been, like, still too soon. Concept art. Yeah. Still too soon. Hey, it does have a black hole in the sword, though, so that's nice. Yeah, the one thing I, random, I noticed that was very interesting is that... Remember that original Zeros concept art we got right before Fate of the Gods? Yes. The yes. staff that Zeros is wielding, the head of the staff is what they use to design the god sword. It looks remarkably similar. That's just something interesting I wanted to throw in. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. Anyhow, there's also an ability that Telos drops that is themed after Zamorak, which is kind of like Transfigure, except you deal damage instead of take it. Apparently it's good. Not many people have it. The rewards from Telos are incredibly rare. Telos Hence... has a unique... I'll go into his reward system now. His reward system is really unique in that, basically, uh, basically you can chain your kills, you, and if you chain your kills successfully without dying, you get better loot and you increases in rage. And as you increases in rage, you get higher chances of unlocking the gear. The full chance to unlock gear is at 100% in rage. And you can tell that they kind of designed the fight to be this five-phase boss fight at 100% in rage... But then they realized it was too hard for people with comp capes. Yeah. So Rip they Walter. Him. So basically, so basically, what from what I'm gathering is that Telos was intended to be fought at 100% in rage, but 
No. But they knocked him down to 0% or whatever. But because the one thing you can tell is he gains an extra phase after he hits 100% in rage. And this is a trim requirement. Yeah. It's just a comp requirement to beat him at 0%, correct? Yeah, exactly. So... I'm, zero to a hundred is for the plebs who can't actually PVM, like and then a hundred for the pleb. Yeah, the hundred is the actual PVMers. For the and, ultra pleb. Yeah, ultra plebs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's about it in terms of just stuff around it. Getting into the fight itself, the fight is simple, but there's a lot to it. In that, mm, yeah. Basically, phase one, deflect melee. He goes through three special attacks in a specific order, and that's about it. You just have to deal damage. It's important to note with Telos is in rage. He gains damage on all his abilities, everything, and he also gains defense, making him incredibly hard to hit as your enrage gets higher. This has led to people abusing the Gothic Staff spec, which you can chain, and it just... Oh my god. What does the Gothic Staff do? The Gothic Staff, it reduces defense by like 5%, but it also increases affinity. Affinity is basically a a hidden mechanic that affects weaknesses. It's a very big decider in your accuracy on a monster. Hmm. So it's basically like Dark Souls poise where people forgot that it even existed. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't exist. Yeah. Anyhow, moving on. On every phase as well, each individual phase from phases 1 to 3, a special beam will spawn on Telos. And this beam is what changes the mechanics of each phase. Because aside from that beam, the only thing he has on each phase is his three special attacks. One of which where he'll stun you and you have to deal 3,000 damage to stop. One where he'll stun you again, hit you with a heavy melee attack, and then a heavy typeless attack. And one where he basically cleaves you like a Raxor, mm-hmm. except not much damage comparatively. Like, I'm almost at 100% in rage, and that cleave isn't even hitting 2Ks. Anyhow, on fa- so I'll just go into his beams. On phase one, he has a beam that basically, um, uh, if you stand in it, it'll massively increase your adrenaline gain. Basically, you have infinite adrenaline, but it massively drains your prayer. If you don't stand in the beam and block it from hitting Telos, then it'll, he'll gain a special bar. He'll basically charge up a special, and when it gets to full, he'll deal 6k damage to you flat, which is crazy. And obviously, remember, his enrage increases all the t- increases all these typeless hits, so that 6,000 is going to be something like, I don't know, an 8,000 at 100% enrage. Alright, phase two, he has a black beam, which if you stand in it, it decreases your damage by like 30%, but decreases the damage Telos does to you by 30%. If that bar, if Telos' special bar fills up on that, he basically uses Onslaught on you, but with magic, it's really painful. Like, I took a 6k through prayer. So you have to actually use Depulsion, Debilitate, and your shield abilities very well to block that. However, it does make some first some very nice resonances. I actually figured out a little trick to give me infinite HP through that phase. <laughs> Which makes good. Phase 3 is the worst phase. It actually is. It's very much RNG. Because basically, 
what happens is Telos' special bar, if it fills up, he, he starts basically dealing rapid 3Ks to you, which is, which is annoying. And if he <laughs> no stands kidding. in the team, it, feel, it fills up way too fast. So it's all RNG. If he gets caught in the beam for more than like 10 seconds, you're fucked and you've lost the kill. Rip. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're it's, just fucked. It's so perfect. You're dead. Designed. GG. You're just dead. I can't. There's, that's just how it is. There's no way to salvage the kill if he gets to full on that bar. There's also apparently a bug where you can't even move him out of the beam. <laughs> yeah, because what they did was they, have, they tried to give him anti-walk mechanics so you can't walk under him to stop him from attacking you. But the way they did that is that if you try and walk under him, he pushes you a space back. This means that if you get too close to him, he just pushes you into the beam, out of the beam, which is just rip. brilliant. It's a terror. It's so a, I hope they fix it. There's a, it's just a lot of really small things they could change on that phase to actually make make it not complete, completely awful. But whatever. Phase four, basically, you're running around a room. T- every 25% HP on this phase, Telos will start charging a font, and you have to hit that, get to that font and clear the minions before he does, because otherwise he'll just insta-kill you. Like, straight insta-kill. Yeah. There's no way to stop it. You have to charge the, fo- the anima fonts. And that's about it. And phase five is basically Telos returns as a horror from the depths thing. He gains another 100,000 HP. Well, there's a weird mechanic with Enrage with that, but whatever, that's not really important. He remi- He's stationary this time and only attacks with magic. He uses the insta-kill minions from the previous phase, phase 4, and he uses all three beams at once. So there's a little bit of a tactic there to, you know, standing in the red beams to over-DPS him and all that, and there you go. Yeah, this and is where... Him, this is the one... Phase 5 is the one that appears after you're at 100% rage, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Phase 5 you get after 100% rage, that's why it's the trim wreck. And that's about it, actually. Then you kill Telos, get your loot. Overall... I find him before 100% in rage. He's not overly difficult. It's just phase three sucks, and it sucks from a mechanical part, like where yeah. it doesn't exactly work as it may or may not have been intended to. Yeah, exactly. And another, and another really just annoying thing is that Telos' specs. Each one has a little warning of a chat bubble above his head, but it's really tough to see because of how yeah. big Mina is and all that. Yeah, it's like please, so, please put it in the chat box. <laughs> and I mean, during phases one to three, you learn the pattern that he uses for these specs. But during phase four and five, or just four actually, it's entirely random. So you can suddenly get hit with a hold, which is the one where he melee hits you and then stuns, and that just kills. Like that's nice. legit painful. Yeah, I've lost so many kills just because I didn't see what spec he did on P4, and it turned out to be that one. But yeah, that's about it for Telos, actually. Overall, very interesting, really great boss. Needs a few little things to be worked out. But yeah. How? And... Go on. Yeah. No, no, yeah, you were going to say? I was going to say, how does the Tier 92 rewards relate to Tier 90? Like, what is there a, an appreciable difference and rip wants? There's... 
Oh yeah, this is where Panic Cell wants coming until people realize magic is the safest way to kill Telos. So now wands go back up. Panic by wands. Panic by wands. Yeah, but but basically overall the weapons turn out to be five percent better than tier nineties, roughly. That's not too they're, bad. So it's not too bad. They're but they're incredibly rare. Because the way the drop mechanics are designed is that if you're killing Telos before 100% in rage, getting a drop is basically hopeless. Rip. Like, even the pet drop, the, the, um, whatchamacallit, the pet drop is also very rare before 100% in rage, and then after 100% in rage, I think it's like 1 out of 700, I think. Yeah. 74k kills on Telos gave about 5 weapons. That's insane mm -hmm. like yeah what <laughs> it the, yeah i think once people start figuring out how to get him past 100 percent in rage and how to kill him reliably past that because one thing i've noticed is that basically once you pass 100 percent in rage there's no point chaining your kills really so yeah so you get once so you hit 100 so how does the enrage mechanic work after you get to 100%? So I know that the en en okay. enrage mechanic goes up after every kill, before 100%. No, the enrage mechanic works like this. Um, uh, at the end of every kill, you get your loot, and you have a choice. You can either continue. You can either start oh, okay. a kill streak, or you can take your loot. If you take your loot, the enrage does not change. If you start a kill streak, you gain a random percent of enrage between 5% and 25%. And then you have, and then the next kill will have that much more enrage. And it, but if you die in that kill, you lose your loot, gotcha. and you lose the enrage progress because you can you can only kill him at the maximum enrage you've defeated. Mm -hmm. So if like if you kill if you kill him on fifteen percent enrage, um, uh, start a kill streak. So your next kill will be let's say thirty percent enrage, but then you die, you'll lose the loot from the fifteen percent kill. And you will also have to kill him again at 15. You won't be able to kill him at 30. Hmm, the idea is you have to really slowly build him up to 100%. Like, that's what I'm actually working on now. Imagine how annoying this is for trim compers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's a, yeah. It's a nightmare. Apparently somebody just managed 800% in rage. Jesus yeah. Christ. I've been wa these. Th this is just pure PVM challenge. His enrage goes up to a max of 4,000, but at that point he should be unkillable because every single, hit him. Will be an every single hit will be an insta-kill. And you can't even hit him at that point, right? Yeah, basically. Like, they're a they're actually the biggest struggle they're having getting this high enrage is accuracy. Yeah, not surprising. Because even tier 90s hit like bronze weapons. <laughs> splash, 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 splash. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's about it for Telos. Really, really interesting boss, good addition. I think it's just a matter of seeing long term if they fix P three, and if they mess with the drop mechanics a little, because that's what they usually do. And then we'll see how he turns out. But he's pretty good as a boss overall. So, would you say that the drops are too rare right now? Or would you? Are you saying like no, this is top end stuff? Rare. It can be. It can be what it is. Yeah, it's top end stuff, and this 
as soon, once we figure out the drop rate, I guess so. But cur- remember, all these weapons currently sit somewhere between one bill and max cash, or higher. But yeah, or hi- yeah, these the weapons are absurdly expensive. So if you get one, you're set for life. Yeah, it's a boss where it's hard to profit if you can't do 100%, so... Yeah. But then again, he was intended to be fought at that 100% difficulty. I do, I will say, I like that there is kind of an easy mode for it, where it lets you kind of get in there and do it on a lower difficulty. It's something that we've probably, that we've specifically kind of asked for, is because yeah, it's like an intro mode to the boss. Yeah, it's still difficult, but it's not the the impossibly not, ridiculous kind of. It's not the thing. hardest boss in game. Chilos at zero percent is a lot easier than your first Araxor kill. Oh, sorry, your first Araxor kill, or obviously net killing Nex or Calphite King solo. Yeah, mm-hmm. is arguably. Yeah, he's not that bad in terms of solo bosses at 0%. And this is fine. Like, I've I've always been against, like, easy modes and practice modes because I think get in there, just kill the boss. But I've always said that if they do these practice and easy modes, at the very least make it so that they're not worth it to kill until yeah. you hit them at the right difficulty. Yeah. And they've done exactly that with Tila, yep. so I'm happy. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, and Walter just said that in chat. Just like with how bad practice mode is, it's nice to see this for a lot of bosses, including something like and especially I would say especially for solo bosses because you can't get carried. I mean, obviously, yeah. it, I guess okay, technically in Arax or you could have you could duo it and have some other guy just like, but even that just. You doesn't seem reasonable but like yeah but for like solo bosses having a somewhat easy mode even if it's not actually easy just have some like like a little bit abbreviated just kind of like this but yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's sort of like i get well i didn't really think of like the enrage idea but yeah that was pretty much kind of a good way of solving it so it can be simple at first but if you want it to be the most difficult thing you can ever do then obviously then you'll be rewarded more yeah but yeah definitely for people that have like bad connection or just lag and also that's sort of the, the joke of the game now even even on maxed out pcs it still lags so it's still yeah there has to be a little bit of Lola give and NXT. take oh and yeah. then and then there's also issues with it was just simple tick rate stuff like with the tick rate in game you can't do you can't react in real like it's just not realistic when you're effectively playing with four or five hundred ping always so yep but anyways so yeah that's that's tell us it's it does seem like it's been fairly well received i think a lot better received than a lot of bosses recently um yeah yeah it wasn't the yeah. Apparently, the watch would said that they would be mad if people got higher than five hundred percent week one. But still, like, I don't. I think Jagex consistently underestimates the amount of effort 
that people put and into solving this immediately. Yeah. <laughs> expect, yep. expect buffs, basically. Rip. Oh, no. Yeah. Rip me. Rip me. Yeah. Rip. But, so yeah, so I it's... I get my one kill, then. So, yeah, I mean, it looks like... Yeah, if anybody... I, I recommend highly if anybody needs their one kill, get it now. It's... You shouldn't actually have that much difficulty. I'd it expect them not to change it zero percent at all. It'd be the higher percentages that they might that they might change if they do change, which I probably doubt they will. Aside from maybe like the phase three stuff. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see. Oh, they're saying you might they might nerf Gothic staffs back. I don't know. I mean, and... I actually had to go look up what a Gothic staff was because I'd never heard of it. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, so yeah, that's that's Telus. Uh, again, pretty well received, honestly, for a PVM update. But it's pretty good. It looks looks strong, and we'll see how the drops end up working. Like how rare these things are, how expensive these things are, given maybe a month of a month or so of time. Because obviously, first week everything is ridiculously expensive when it's a new tier of stuff, and yeah. But anyways, yeah. we're gonna go ahead and move on from Telus, unless anybody has anything else they want to say. Um, and no. we're gonna no. we're gonna move on into the July BTS. So it is a new Whoa. month. It is July the third right now. Happy Canada Day. Happy Independence Day, etc. Do um, you Americans just Canada? Please. Canada. Uh, there's, there's, I guess there's technically the same number of Americans and Canadians on this cast right now, <laughs> since Walter's from Yay. the moon. But, um, but yeah. So July BTS, the, we start with an invasion of Port Serum. So we know that <clears throat> we've known about this for a bit. Um, it starts on this starts on the fifteenth of July. Kidnappers from the Mega May cases will come steal a ship, attack the port, which means the seagulls will be at risk. Oh boy! But they, really they still won't drop, drop feathers. feathers. No, they still will not drop feathers. Uh. Uh, but you defend the city to get XP and cosmetic rewards, including an ore override. Um, it's a two-week event without level requirements, and it is open to free-to-play. So that's that's a nice little introduction to to the arc. Uh, you also there's yeah, also and, a, yep. Okay, and just just like the the Falador rework, uh, um, Port Serum is going to get a graphical update, only to have it get destroyed in the same update. Good. But yeah. So, so it's the invasion of Port Serum. There's also a mini quest that they're putting together, and that's the gather crew. You pull a crew together to accompany you, and you get a moat while at it. While you don't just use your own ships, why you don't just use your own ships if from ports, if you have them, is unknown. But you know, I guess there might be a reason for it in the mini quest. I don't know. I would hope. But any oh, yeah. anyways, uh, there's also a thing called build a ship that is kind of similar again to the treasure hunter part of the invasion of Falador. And uh, there's apparently this little 
update thing called the Ark. I don't know. I don't know if anybody's heard of it what? or anything, but it's happening. But in all seriousness, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> in all okay. seriousness, this the Ark apparently has something to do with something called the Eastern Lands. Uh, this is the first of two updates. Uh, the second update is in October. Uh, this will have Slayer Dragons themed after Chinese dragons, which they did a dev blog on the creation of these things and like the the way that they animate it. So if you're interested in more of the nuts and bolts of the game, I recommend going and reading that because it's like really really interesting. It is. Um, top tier resources are advertised. This is the new Explore Random Islands feature thing. Um, it's coming on the 25th of July, so mark that down. That is a Monday. Uh, Waco is the trade hub. We'll have new skilling locations. Whale's Maw is a new hunter and fishing training area. Amanishi is dedicated to spirit dragons, which is the, the new Slayer monster. You'll also get access to four mini-quests to bring the end to the kidnappers. It's available to members, and you can use the Uncharted Island feature, which will require either 90 Fishing Hunter, Slayer, or Woodcutting. So, basically, it's happening. Cue Ron Paul. Finally. <laughs> it's happening. But, yeah, like, it's finally almost here. <laughs> it's finally almost here. Yeah. Uh, it's soon. Soon. That means that means Avernic, you can stop spamming the J mods. I swear to God, Avernic. But uh, but yeah. So it's going to be here. It's going to be awesome. It everything looks really really cool. And we've talked about this a hundred times now. So we're just gonna kind of let our previous discussions on this direct what we have to say. Um, about the Eastern Lands, but we will definitely be doing a podcast on them first weekend of August, because I will not be here last weekend in July. Uh, but yeah, so stay tuned for that. Uh, one last thing before we call the podcast, uh, Invention Bonus XP is going to get unlocked on the 18th, because remember, they said six months, so now that means that you can stop wasting time going to 120 and just bonus XP it all. Yay. Except, except <laughs> that you can, you only get 50% because they're doing that for all elite skills. So, that's yeah. a thing. But my level, my poor level 51 invention. Rip. But, alright, anyways. Uh, unless anybody else has anything they want to say about any of the things tonight... No, yeah. pretty much. That's that's about it. I, Fun then, fact: I just got a ninety-six percent kill at Telos. So nice. nice. Go go go! <laughs> Walter says he shall be the first seer caster to one twenty. What is the? How's that race looking? It's. Are you guys? Is there three of you still in the nineties? Or I, I'm still at ninety, and I just haven't ha really had the time because exams and all that. Yep. Let's see, I think Walter's Walter's level 118, so yeah, he will be the first seer cast at a 120, so a grats, grats in advance, getting it before bonus XP hits. But I'm pretty sure live yeah, is like 90. Yeah, your achievement. 
91, <laughs> 92, something like that. But yeah. anyways, I that pretty much sums it up, wraps up what we wanted to talk about. We are finally under an hour once again. Yay. Yay. Um, and again, not much to talk about. Walter didn't have too many rants about Telos, so. Yeah, yeah. Nice. surprisingly. I mean, again, like, they Telos is has Pretty been well received done. pretty well, like, surprisingly so, all things considered. But, yeah, so that'll that'll do it for us. Uh, we'll be back in a month for Arc Spam stuff. Um, so, go out, go get your 100% Telus kills, or not, in many of our cases. Uh, yeah, or... Go, go spam mod days to make the Gower Quest replayable, and we will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. This is Russian accent. <laughs>